Hello, everybody, and welcome to Slasher, delusional look into all things spooky, kooky, and terrifying. I'm Stormy. And I'm Adrian. And for the last time in the 2022 season, we're here to talk to you. <laughs> yeah, for the last time this year, we are here to talk some shit about horror and wrap up the year, to be quite honest, and move into 2023. Which, you know, I'm hoping is going to be a great year. I have good feelings about 2023. So, you know, um, all, what is like a good metaphor or like a good way to describe like just picking up your bags and marching forward? Picking yourself up by the bootstraps. <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, something like that, you know, like we're setting sail or something, but, <laughs> uh, you know, full steam ahead. That's a good one. Full steam ahead. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I'm so excited for the new year. Um, even though, you know, I'm currently, uh, you know, going through the COVID. Um, you, got, you got the the vid. I do, uh, unfortunately, heading into the new year. Almost three years since the start of the pandemic. Yeah. And yeah, I have COVID for the first time. Sucks. We both obviously. caught it the last year. In the last year, we have caught it. Um, I have escaped it so far this round. Adrian and I are recording from different rooms. Sadly, we will not be spending New Year's together, sadly, but all in the name of health or whatever. Yeah, honestly. Uh, but I'm excited, obviously, still to talk about the year in horror. So we're not going to be doing like any rankings or anything. We wanted to just go ahead and do our fave five. So just our five favorite horror movies of the year. So that way there's not like really like an order to anything. It's just, you know five of our faces pretty much um so i'm really excited to get into it but obviously before we jump into that um obviously we just want to let you guys know since this is the last episode of 2022 just like last year um or i guess the beginning of this year wow that's crazy uh but just like the beginning of this year next year at the beginning of 2023 will we uh we will be of course taking our break uh to regroup refocus become refreshed and start the recording season of 2023 um you know just uh, i don't know refreshed i guess is still the best word like adrian said refreshed i guess i was trying to think of something else to say but we'll see how it goes um i'm looking forward to having a month off but also the last time it was it was kind of weird being away oh i loved podcast. it <laughs> to me it's not a big deal i'm like bitch i need a break so Fair i love enough. it to be quite honest it's nice and i enjoy my little breaks it's nice not to talk about horror sometimes even though i'll still be out there on twitter talking about horror anyway so obviously just still follow us <laughs> everywhere anyways um but it's nice to not have to you know give some critiques but obviously there's some movies that do come out in january that we're definitely gonna have to make sure that we follow up on because we're going to be heading into the new year with some great horror movies anyways i mean we have megan of course it's coming out i mean uh, as of this episode release already next week already which is crazy january 6th um and also i'm probably gonna say incorrect but skinamarack or whatever the fuck the way in, you know uh that one movie that everybody seen it all over TikTok. About. Yeah. Yeah. I honestly have not listened or read up on anything about it. I'm just going to go watch it completely blind. I don't want to have any idea what the fuck I'm going to be watching. So I have no idea what it's about. Again, I can't even pronounce it. Um, Every TikTok I see is like, this is the scariest thing I've watched in 2022. And they say the name and then I scroll away. <laughs> Cause I, yeah, exactly. I need to not know. 
So, yeah, it's going to be a crazy month already, just, you know, starting off 2023. So it's going to be a great year anyways next year. I can't wait because we're going to have so much good horror next year. But also, I mean, we need to talk about 2022. I mean, we've been talking about it all year, pretty much, just talking about how big this year was. Like, it just felt like we had so many good horror movies that came out, and we just had options. There were options everywhere. There was, like, something new coming out like every other week it felt like so we were just being constantly fed and a lot of them were like major hits you know what i'm saying like we had a lot of smashes this year so it's just it was so hard to like pick just five to be quite honest so we will do like an honorable mentions like probably right before uh like the last fave uh on our list but it was just so tough to even just narrow it down to five faves yeah I agree. But also, I feel like my top five are just like, oh, I'm so unoriginal in mine. But just like you said, every, a lot of the big hit releases were a bop. They were great. They were serves. So I, I don't know. I, I'm basic, but they were there and I enjoyed this year as far as movies go. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter, you know, you still consumed horror a bunch of it this year. So even if your faves are, you know, uh, the heavy hitters, it's no big deal. Because, uh, I mean, it's not like mine are going to be any different, I feel like. So I'm excited to still get into it. Um, was there anything else, though, before we dive into our fave fives? Anything else like in horror that happened this year that you want to touch base on? Um... I mean, I don't know if this constitutes as horror, but I did start the Midnight Club on Netflix recently. Oh, yeah. And it has some, like, horror vibes, some spookiness to it, um, and I'm really enjoying it. So I do recommend checking that out if you're uh, a fan of, like, a mystery of some, some spooky paranormal stuff. Um, I'm really enjoying it. So. It's pretty good. I've started a few episodes of it also, and it definitely has the spooky vibes. Um, but yeah, that kind of just opens up also. I mean, again, there was just so much good horror everywhere. I mean, there was a lot of good horror TV also this year. Mm-hmm. And then we, obviously we had Stranger Things 4 kind of near oh the my middle God. or earlier that. part of the year. I forgot that that was, was this year. Yeah. It was like so which long was ago. Major Nightmare on Elm Street vibes. Right. Um, those first few episodes for sure. It was just, you know, iconic media. And also, you know, we got Wednesday here at the very end of the year also to kind of wrap it up the year, give Gen Z something to talk about. <laughs> um, and yeah, I mean, it's just been a good year overall. It's been so fun. Obviously, so many different news stories broke this year also. I mean, we literally had Scream at the very beginning of the year. Uh, You know, it's returned to theater. It's been 10 years. It was a major success um, for the fifth movie in a horror franchise. It was big news. They announced the sequel. I mean, well, in this trilogy. But they initially announced the sixth movie. And there's, like, big news that Nat Campbell's not returning. You know, that was big news that happened this year also. So it's just been a crazy fucking year. There was the drama with Jamie Lee Curtis and Daniel Harris and Scott Taylor Compton that was devouring (laughs) the internet for a bit there after Halloween Ends came out. Right. And Halloween Ends altogether was just a hot topic and still is a hot topic. I was fighting for my life on Twitter um, just this entire past week because I was like, bitch, 
here's a fun breath of fresh air that was Halloween ends. Um, it was crazy. It was over the top. And it was just, again, it was something fresh. It was silly. But again, I was just fighting for my life. And it's been a blast on Twitter the last week, um, you know, fighting with all the people who just really hate the movie. Um, because it just... I don't understand the criticism. I think it's just really fun. I think if you're a fan of horror, I don't see how you could like just like be so hateful towards it. Because um, I don't think it's really that serious. Um, especially because, again, this is like the 20th <laughs> Halloween movie. Right. Um, but it's just been a crazy year altogether. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, everything is that serious with horror fans for some reason. Especially with fans a lot of general. horror. Yeah. Uh, especially with horror Twitter. Horror Twitter's wild. Like, I've made a lot of friends, but also I'm so scared to say stuff sometimes because people are wild. I mean, Twitter lets you, I mean, you can say whatever you want and then just mute it. Or not even mute <laughs> it. You can choose who replies. So it's I'm too like, nosy. I need, <laughs> like, I want to know, but I also don't want to know, you know? You want to know what everybody's going to say, yeah. but then you don't want to know. Mm -hmm. I want to know until somebody disagrees with me and I'm like, ah, ah. Anyway. <laughs> Also, we did, and this is probably only a big deal for, like, me, but Kevin Williamson did confirm that Stu Mocker is dead. Um, that was another biggie this year. <laughs> and Stormy took a hit this year, you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. My <laughs> heart's broken, but also <laughs> my conspiracy brain always is like, right. no, he's saying this. So he can surprise us and scream his <laughs> And we'll be like, we won't be expecting it because he officially tweeted that Stumacher is dead. <laughs> so when he pops up, it'll be a shock. That was my uh, immediate thought. So I was like, it's nice that he confirmed this so everybody on the internet can take a breather. Mm. Uh, but also in my head, also, I was like, oh, my gosh, what if this is a, a conspiracy? What if it is a way to try to bring him back in six? I also think Scream 6 is going to be crazy. I know there's like a theory going around where people are talking about like the cult of Ghostface. Like people oh are God. assuming it's going to be like the cult a of bunch Chucky of different killers. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing, I mean, think New York, you know, there's so many people. They're just thinking it's going to be like a bunch of different killers um, just attacking this group. So mm. I'm excited to see what happens. I definitely think that there will at least be three killers because it's never happened so far They're in this franchise. They're going to up the ante. Yeah. Add and it's one more killer. <laughs> the Big Apple, you know. So they're going right. to add in at least one more killer. I need Ghostface with like the Statue of Liberty hat on or something. <laughs> oh my God, yes. <laughs> Please. Or some somebody point. needs to stab through an apple, you know. <gasps> Ham yes. it up for me. Oh my god, yes. We just need him in a full like Statue of Liberty garb. Oh my uh, god. Uh, it's just cloak. Statue of Liberty, but just with the ghost face mask on. Yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> a full Statue of Liberty like cloak and full like uh get up with just yeah, the ghost face mask. I need it. The torch serve, is a knife. Serve some looks. <laughs> yeah, give us something. Give me a murder in Central Park. Give me a murder in the subway. Um, Ooh, you know, give me something. I would love a subway scene. Subways are terrifying to me. You haven't seen the teaser trailer? No. Um, Stormy is I'm, very like I'm, I'm trying, waiting for the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to avoid everything. I already have Scream Six muted. Um, okay, slay. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying my best because a lot of stuff did get ruined for me. Um in in the past so i'm trying especially now that we have a podcast but you know we'll see people are <laughs> awful 
yeah but the teaser trailer um it's like i don't even know like a minute maybe and it's just like the cast in a subway and there's oh. a ghost face there's a few Oops. ghost face actually um because it looks like a halloween scene or something because there's a lot of people in costumes walking around mm. so there's like okay, a lot of ghost face and they're all just sitting there with ptsd and trauma in the subway staring at all the ghost me. faces <laughs> me so, me in the subway <laughs> you didn't really miss much and it tease too much but if you don't want to see any of it you don't have to um but yeah either way yeah we need a subway kill obviously and i need a chase scene i can't i can't just keep seeing this i can't keep watching these slasher movies and not seeing any type of chase scene it's just not fair you're uh, so Sheree, big you have to have a chase scene in this space so big to get lost in I don't know. Apparently, because uh, I tweeted this recently also, and I was like, where the fuck are the chase scenes? And Sheree responded, and apparently it might have to do with, like, budgets. Like, when they're making the movie, like, if they're having to, like, cut costs in a movie, then a chase scene is probably going to be something that they don't want to really give any money to, because it could be, like, a grand scene. But I'm like, no, it doesn't have to be that expensive. Yeah. It's a lot of realty. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so I just, but I need it. I need it. Come on, Scream 6. We are in New York City. Make it grand. Yes, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But yeah, it's been a crazy year, honestly. And, you know, we're here. We made it to the end. So we get to do a top five. So that's great. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So should we just get into our top fives? Sure. Oh, my gosh. Okay, everybody. So we'll be right back. Hey, everybody. So if you're enjoying the podcast so far, definitely look into giving us a rating. It would be really, really beneficial. We're open to ideas and feedback. It really goes a long way. So go ahead and look into giving us a rating. Again, we're on Apple, Spotify, Podbean, and many more places. But for now, let's go ahead and get back to the show. Okay, welcome back. Okay, so let's go ahead and just get into it. So do you want to give your first fave of the year? Or do you want me to go first? Um, I'll let you go first. That's fine. Okay. Um, I don't know which one to say first. This is crazy. Okay, so my first fave of the year is going to have to go to Scream. I might as well get that one out of the way. Um, I love this movie. You know, it just it already is a comfort watch. I've seen it so many times this year. I'm watching it right now as we speak. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this movie. You know, I have some issues with it. I definitely wish the, I mean, as they point out, the legacy characters could have been used differently. I definitely think they all deserved more, to be quite honest. Um, but I don't mind the new direction. You know, I don't mind... Um, things in horror changing and evolving and growing. I understand that we're like really, really, really attached to these characters and we love them and they've been here for so long and I uh, obviously worship the ground that they walk on. Um, And I do think that they deserved at least a little bit more in this movie. But I don't mind that we are growing and evolving in this franchise and, you know, looking into a new direction. So I didn't mind that they maybe didn't get the biggest spotlight. Um, At the same time, I also wanted them to have a bigger spotlight so it's kind of like a weird thing but it's still a a great slasher movie it's so fun to see ghostface in a fancy new movie you know so there's great kills um i love a good you know daylight kill so we get one of those 
it's just such a fun movie. And I mean, obviously, you know, Jenna Ortega pretty much started out the year with this and has been killing it the rest of the year and is now the talk of the town. Like she's the Gen Z it girl. So it's just crazy. And, you know, she brings a lot of attention to the franchise, which is huge for horror um, because she really is, again, huge in the pop culture world right now. So I know because I saw like a a tweet or something recently like the where they were comparing views for like trailers and stuff on tiktok and things like that for the scream movies once the new teaser came out and obviously you know when they were giving teasers for scream at the beginning of the year like it was getting millions of views but scream 6 is now getting like 20 30 million views so like she's bringing i mean you know she has that star power so she's bringing a lot of eyes to the franchise she killed it in this movie i think everybody killed it in this movie i think the cast is great um and it was just a fun movie. I really enjoyed it. So I love Scream. It's a comfort watch. And it's definitely a fave of mine for this year. I couldn't keep it out of my top five. Yeah. It is also on my top five, which I'm sure is a surprise to nobody. Um, you really wrapped it all up in a pretty bow with, or a pretty box with a bow on it. Um, I don't know. It's just good shit. And I'm excited that we're continuing with good shit. Um, I hope scream just becomes one of those things that we run it into the ground and it's like stab that it doesn't make any fucking sense anymore i hope that happens um right who cares i'm it's excited camp at that point you know what i'm saying I mean, we already spoiler alert uh we already murdered dewey which i called a lot of us called that we all knew that so yeah we knew it was gonna happen which is sad uh, he was that was also a major news this year he was really upset about that right um he was a little bit upset about how his character was handled in this movie i mean honestly i and if i was in his shoes i would be too i've dedicated a good portion of my life to these movies for you not to return the same respect to me yeah i also completely agree like i said it's one of those things where I don't mind it moving in a new, new, new direction. I don't mind that he was killed off. Um, you know, he probably could have died in an earlier movie. Oh, yeah. How many times? Name a Scream movie where Dewey doesn't get shot or stabbed. Right, exactly. So, <laughs> There's so like, many it was times. Just, it just made sense for him to go. But I 100% agree again, like I said a bit ago. Like, I definitely think they all just deserved a little bit more time. Um, specifically, uh, David Arquette, you know that he would fucking be in every scene if he could like he would give us all to this movie and to this character um if anybody you know i know nev campbell and courtney cox probably are okay with less screen time and just kind of getting their check and being like mm, let's post cute tiktoks and like move on but david arquette you know he definitely would give a lot um and he'd probably be willing to give a lot in some cases so it was kind of sad that he didn't get used i feel like nearly enough even mm -hmm. though he was he was in a good part of the movie you know but i feel like he at least could have made it to the final act right 100%. 100%. He should have made it to the final act. But that was the catalyst to get Sydney back in town. Mm -hmm. I feel like there could have been some other reason. Just Sydney just not listening to Dewey was probably enough because when has she ever listened to Dewey even as a teenager? So why are you starting now? They had to just give us one scene with her at home listening to the news, having a flashback. Yeah, she spills a drop. He, she's drinking wine watching the TV, right? She's sitting in her living room safe. And as she's drinking her wine watching the news, she has a flashback. She drops her wine on the carpet so it looks like blood. And we just cut to her <laughs> in Woodsboro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all, that's all I had to do. And they could have brought back... Um 
Detective Kincaid from Scream 3, who I think everybody just um, uh, fanfictioned them together. I feel like they're married and in love, probably. Right. Um, so they could have got, um, I forget the actor's name, Patrick Dempsey. They could have him come back, reprise his role, give him one scene where she's like, my friends are in trouble. And he's like, Sydney, you've always been a fighter. And she could have gone back and, you know, do we could have made it to the final act? He didn't have to die for her to get there. He's cleaning up the wine and he give, feeds her that line. Yeah. Yeah. So that would, again, he did deserve more. So I definitely understand why he was upset. Um, but as a whole, I'm still very happy that we do still have Scream in the pop culture zeitgeist. You know, it's still the talk of the town and people are hyped for the new movie. Um, and I'm excited. And, yeah, it, it, it mean, again, it's not, like Stormy said, it's, it shouldn't be surprising that it's in both of our tops because we're Scream lovers, you know? Again, like, we would see this franchise and be with it all the way until the very end. They can start time traveling, and we right. would be with it, so. <laughs> um, What is it? Jason Takes Manhattan? Is that what it is? Yeah. What is yeah. This is the Jason Takes Manhattan <laughs> That's what I was going to say of the, fr- of the franchise, for sure. Um. I'm trying to think. What did that old guy call me on Twitter that I got in a fight with? It was like a um, scream head, right? Yeah. <laughs> Where are scream heads? So Girl. Y'all shouldn't Tragic. <laughs> <laughs> That's my goal for 2023 is to get in a fight with more old people on Twitter. <laughs> um, okay, should we move on to... So that was both of our first. Yeah. Um, and these okay, are in so no order because no Adrian order and I can't commit to that. Um, so again, just fave fives. Do you want to go ahead and give another one then? You can do your second. Sure. I don't know. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go with bodies, bodies, bodies. Oh, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. It is, it gives off like the clue who done it vibes. We've all played this type of like game in our youths. I feel like, um, it gave me, it gave me like, flashbacks to when i was in youth <laughs> in the <laughs> yeah. church and we used to have like fun little games like these that are sleepovers um i don't know it just felt fun i love a little whodunit i love a twist it, especially if it's a silly twist that's an extra um like an extra point to it uh the soundtrack is fucking killer um i get to see boobs everybody is hot a lot of queerness um, in the movie as well. Mm-hmm. And then just seeing Pete Davidson be a dumbass on screen anytime is always enjoyable. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Bodies, Bodies, Bodies is so fun. It is not in my top five for the year, but it is definitely an honorable mention because mm-hmm. it really is. I mean, exactly what you said. It is everything that I essentially look for in a movie. Um, it's a dark comedy. And it's a whodunit, which is some of my, uh, you know, those are some of my favorite things. Clue is, mm-hmm. again, one of my favorite movies of all time. So I just love a whodunit so much. So it was fun to see that approach to a film, but done through, like, the Gen Z lens. It's mm-hmm. very Gen Z. It's very, very. for the youth. And um, it was fun <laughs> like, to watch. We're it not really the was. anymore. 
um but it was a fucking blast again that soundtrack was fucking amazing it's one of those movies also that it's like so fun to watch like i remember where we were when we watched it i remember every moment that i laughed that in that movie it was chaotic and crazy and it had us literally yelling at each other i mean like at least i remember yelling at stormy and austin constantly being like i think it's her it has to be her so it was just so much fun to watch we were having full conversations in the middle of this movie theater. <laughs> in Vegas, we have a movie theater that we go to kind of frequently now. Uh, that's like in the downtown district. You can like eat and watch movies, but it's usually pretty dead. Empty. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was like there was nobody with us in there. We're watching Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So yeah, we're, we're not loud. those awful people that like talk during movies all the time. We do yeah. just if we're alone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, which we try to do. We definitely try to find empty theaters because we like to talk when we watch these movies together. But if there's people in there, we're very respectful. We're not those people. But yeah, I love Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Narrowly missed my top five for sure. Good but yeah, it was shit. great. The acting was great. Great cast work. Um, mm-hmm. Everybody was hot. Um, and yeah, some of the funniest line dialogue reads I've ever heard all year. So it was great. Oh, yeah. The hate listening to the podcast was fucking hilarious. Uh, your parents are upper middle class. It was so fucking funny. They started talking about podcasts and I was like, oh, it is hard <laughs> to have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but such a good movie. Such a good movie. Um, okay, so my second movie um, is going to be X. So this was hard for me. Um, because there were so movie, uh, or excuse me, there were so many movies that I wanted to put into my top five, and honestly, mm-hmm. X was the one that was kind of dangling, like that was the one that was dangling at the very end, and like I could easily switch it out with one of the many other movies that I really, 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 really enjoyed this year. Um, but I had to put X here because. I feel like it was just kind of just like the time and the place with this movie because it kind of came out of nowhere. Like we, I mean, we knew this movie was coming. We knew that it was going to happen. We knew it was a Ty West directed film. Like, yes, obviously we knew that this movie was going to be a thing, but it again, feels like it just kind of came out of nowhere. Like I remember the word of mouth being really good when people had first started watching it and going into it, I was essentially kind of blind. Like I knew it was supposed to be something gory for sure. Again, Jenna Ortega was in this movie. Um, and I, I mean, the cast altogether is fucking amazing. Uh, my, uh, Mia Goth, of course, slays the house in this movie. Uh, she plays obviously two characters in this thing. Um, and she's phenomenal. We also, of course, have Britney Snow. I love Pitch Perfect. I love Britney Snow. She's amazing as Bobby Lynn. And Kid Cudi also graces us uh, with his presence in this movie. I get so, to see Kid Cudi's dick. Oh, my God. <laughs> so exciting. <laughs> yeah. And again, it just kind of came out of nowhere. And it was a fun homage to 70s grunge slashers. And or like the grungy slashers of the 70s. Um, right. It was a great like homage to that and it was just so much fun and as a Sasha fan obviously I was just like enjoying every minute of it I was laughing it was so much it was just an exciting watch I remember coming home me and Austin coming home and just like having a talk about it and just like being so excited about watching that movie and then when I watched it with Stormy it was also just so much fun so it just is amazing I think watching Pearl also helped heighten my love for X so again it was dangling but i think it was just the circumstances of just how much fun i had watching it the first few times and how much it just kind of even just stuck in my mind the rest of the year so yeah that's definitely gonna be one of my faves 
It is also on my list. Um, okay, work. It was never dangling, though. <laughs> it had a pretty, like, set place. Kid Cuddy's in it, like you said. I love to... <laughs> Um, I love to watch people fuck. Right. So, so like we get come on the back that and horror. The back shot. Right. That and horror is like chef's kiss to me. Um, Owen Campbell, who plays RJ, reminds me a lot of Jonathan Tucker, who plays Morgan in the 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yes. Um, so like those two, I don't know, for some reason, anybody who reminds me of Jonathan Tucker, like their characters are also very similar um and like demeanor they're very meek they're very um um i don't know they're they're the type of guy that i'm like attracted to like they're little <laughs> yeah. cute babies you know what i mean yeah i get that. <laughs> um i enjoyed him as a character like i said kid cuddy britney snow is for one hot for two like just an amazing actress <laughs> and she plays like the ditzy dumb fucking blonde very well um Mia Goth is iconic and does Jenna Ortega I whenever I started seeing Jenna Ortega like on the rise I didn't expect to enjoy her as much as I do oh yeah she's a great actress so like it's not even hard to like understand why everybody's like oh yeah she's slaying mm-mm no, I definitely slain. get it. I didn't predict it, but I understand. I get it, you know? Oh, yeah. I was so excited for her. I mean, again, obviously just um, me, myself, of course, being uh, Mexican lion. Um, right. I mean, for me, I'm like, hell yeah. I love seeing her on the rise and just seeing her, of course, be representative of that culture. So I'm like, hell yeah, girl, kill it. And um, well, at least for the Latinxes out there, of course. Um Definitely being the representation. She's so fucking cool. She's so fucking laid back. Um, that video that was like uh, all over TikTok where she was talking about like the executives in Hollywood, like once they die off, things will be better. Like yeah. she's just so real and she's just so funny. And again, she's just fucking killing it. And she's obviously also dedicated to the horror genre, which I fucking love. She does not shy away from putting her all into these horror roles. And for us horror fans again that's big like anytime that we can have like major you know, eyes on a horror product or anything like that like we we get our fucking rocks off to that you know what i'm saying because we right. love that people appreciate this art form that we love so much because <laughs> it's all appreciated often, for a long time <laughs> yeah because it's often yeah. like treated like shit you know what i'm saying so it's always nice to see it get its recognition and its flowers and with names and performances like jenna ortega like a tony Kalan hereditary um or even directing work like jordan peele like big things like that bring a lot to the genre so jenna ortega being so successful this year and literally again like rising to like again superstardom essentially she's like a big name now um mm -hmm. it's big and she slayed in x like she was great in this movie playing like the uh like the shy timid they call her uh mouse. just mouse right yeah mm -hmm. uh and then like becoming just like a horned up wanting to fuck kid cuddy um hot i and mean sexy same. porn star by the end and i'm like same <laughs> it would it. not take much for me to be a fucking porn star either right. so it's just great to see that journey for her she has an iconic death in this movie spoiler sorry um getting blasted in the face with that shotgun um and I just loved it. She, again, served this year, and X was so much fun. Great deaths all around in this movie. Mm -hmm. um, 
I recently watched her in a non-horror movie called The Fallout, and she was also amazing in that movie. Um, so I don't know. I'm excited for her to see where she goes. I feel like she's what Nev Campbell was in the 90s. She's the Gen Z version. Yeah, she's definitely serving again the it girl ver uh, the it girl vibes right now. So she's she's killing it, and yeah, I'm so excited to see what comes next year. Um, and yeah, I'm so happy again that she's still dedicated to these horror projects. It's nice. We love you in horror, Jenna. So definitely grace us with your presence as often as you can because we enjoy it. Yes, agreed. Um, so that was your third one, then, right? X. That was yours. Well, you had it on your list as well. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah. It's also on mine. I was like, okay, what? I'm trying to see because I only have... Oh, I have three left. Okay. So my third. That was my second. Um, so you have your three. You have two left then, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 I'll do my third. I'm not trying to keep up here. Um, COVID brain, you know? Okay. So my next fave of the year is going to be Watcher, uh, which is... On Shutter, so you haven't had the chance of watching Watcher, yeah? No, I haven't. Okay, so I love this movie. Um, I thought it was amazing. It was definitely one of my favorites of the year. Like it was immediately one of my favorites of the year. I loved everything about it. Um, the film is directed by Chloe Okuno, who also directed the horror short Slut which was released in 2019, which is a fantastic horror short and which was the third episode on the altar tapes. Um, and I had covered it. So definitely go watch or listen to that episode. Cause it's a great horror show. So when I found out that she was directing this movie, I was like, Oh shit. Okay. Because she was able to do so much with so little in that horror short. So she was definitely a director that I was like, so excited to see more from. So when I saw that she had a feature length film and it was on shutter, I was like, how did this one slip by me this year? So I definitely watched it and I was like, oh wow, this is great. Like she is phenomenal. Um, the directing is just so daunting and so haunting and everything's so slow and scary. And the acting is phenomenal. Um, Makaya Monroe plays Julia, our main character, and she is a powerhouse. She was also in another horror movie this year called Significant Other, which I think is streaming on, I think it's Paramount Plus, which also apparently is really good. I had, I unfortunately haven't had the chance to watch it yet, um, but she was great in that movie, apparently, because it's a good movie, and she was phenomenal in this movie, so she's also a name that I would love to see come back to the genre, because she has, like, the face. She has, like, a really expressive face, while also just being like really really like stoetic and pretty the entire time so she just always kind of feels like a ghost kind of like just like floating around but she's so great at acting so it's just such a good movie it is so scary uh not to spoil too much for you but it's essentially like she has moved to a new country um with her new husband um it was giving me very much shudder vibes you know she's moving to this new country with her <laughs> husband um and she's like you know going places by herself she doesn't know the language she's getting kicked mm-hmm. out of places again it's very shutter <laughs> um but uh it's just scary because there's apparently a serial killer that's going around town killing girls um in their apartments and so she's uh- by herself <laughs> most of the time yeah so it's literally i mean that premise think about that and that's all it is. So she's home by herself in her apartment most of the time. We're going around town by herself. And she starts to feel like she's being watched. Um, My paranoia could never. <laughs> that's quite literally what it is. But it 
it's just so good. I want to watch it with you and we should watch it at some point because it's just it, it's our biggest fear, <laughs> to be quite honest, uh, being like unfolded onto a horror movie. And it's just so well done. And it's so much. Uh, I don't even want to say fun. But when I have a, uh, a horror movie that I just like enjoy watching, it's just always fun to me, even when it's like spooky and daunting like this. Mm-hmm. So this is just a great watch. It was amazing. And if you haven't seen it, please go watch it um, because she's also going to be directing the new Fear Street movie that we're getting also, um, which I'm excited about. So it's just a great movie overall. So if you can go and support it and give it a watch because it's great. Awesome. I'm so excited to like see it, but also... I feel like it's just going to ignite my paranoia again. So, yeah, guess we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the right space, you know? Right. Not when I'm it's definitely s- worth the watch. isolated. <laughs> yeah, not when you're isolated. But also, there's like a weird catharsis in seeing stuff like this play out on TV, obviously. True. Um, so, it's just, again, such a good movie. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, and really, really fucking scary. You wouldn't think something that was like such a slow burn would be scary. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just so well done. So exciting! I can't wait to add it. For some reason, I haven't seen, it, like, I haven't seen it mentioned much on my media on my timeline. Yeah, so. it's definitely one of those um, like sleeper hits of the year for sure. Like, obviously, a lot of you know, like reviewers and stuff have definitely like been very positive about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see it on a lot of lists. A lot of people, obviously, like on their. It's been all over the timeline now like near the end of the rankings for the year um but yeah but throughout the year like it didn't really hear much about it so again it was kind of like passing by on my radar until like i just saw it like a couple weeks ago and i was like how did i miss this and it was great so what is your second to last uh it's going to be the black phone Ooh, okay interesting um so not to get into like the thick of it, um, but like the trauma hidden in this fucking movie, the abuse that we're hint like the sexual abuse that it hints at, the regular abuse that it's actually there, the idea of being kidnapped, um, and me as a mother, like I don't know, just all of this. That movie encompasses a lot of my deepest fears. Yeah, both as a person and as a mother. Um, so I think that's why it sits with me. The ch- all the children are very well acted. Like they're they're good actors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just the visuals. We are literally in what maybe like three places tops. We're like in this house. We're outside, and then we're at the kids' house. I think. So we're in three three places tops, and for it to only have those three settings and still hit in my top list is pretty iconic and ethan hawk is hot <laughs> he's so hot in this movie <laughs> so hot which is unfortunately crazy. which is i mean the character's awful we get it yeah yeah the grabber is a piece of shit we get it but like ethan hawk is very sexy <laughs> exactly um, and then the mask there's a specific part where he's sitting at the top of the stairs without a shirt on but he has the mask on and he's breathing heavy and it's just like i'm like this is my cake <laughs> He needs to grab me. Right, please. Let me grab your cock with my esophagus right fucking now. (laughs) Let me grab that load out of your balls. Oh, Um. my God. Yeah, literally I would grab them, pull them down. Ooh, yeah, I love some ball play. 
<laughs> be aware of your triggers if you haven't seen it uh yeah. look up your triggers for sure content warnings stuff like that um but i do think it's a really good movie it really is a good movie it is not in my top um I, I don't think even even i don't think i was even going to consider it as like an honorable mention mm-hmm. um the black phone for me was uh i mean it's a good movie like you cannot deny how good this movie is the first time that i watched it and i think that's probably why i don't know the first time that i watched it it just like it hit so heavy like stormy said with the trauma with what we were seeing it was scary um Mm -hmm. it it is like like you said like your deepest nightmares coming to fruition on screen um and it was such a hard watch but it also again isn't uh you know it just led by fantastic acting. Again, the kid acting in this is phenomenal. Um, let me go ahead and shout them out by name, obviously. So we have um, Mason uh, Thames, who, of course, plays Finney, and Madeline McGraw, who plays Gwen. They were amazing in this movie, and they quite literally are the stars of this movie. Um, and they were great. And, I mean, obviously, it was crazy how, like, almost, like, iconic the grabber became immediately. Like, he immediately had a maze at Halloween Horror Nights this year. Also, there was a Black Phone Maze this year. Um, so, like, it blew up. It was It's a great movie. The only thing for me is, like, on a second watch, it just did not hit the same. Like, it's one of those things, like, watching it the first time was, like, so visually overwhelming. Like, there was so much happening. Um, there was so much mentally that you're, like, facing at the same time. It's a, it's a great first watch. Like, it really does take you on a roller coaster of emotions. And by the end of it, I was crying and clapping that they made it out alive and safe. Uh, spoiler alert. But um, just on second watch, it just doesn't hit the same. You know, being forced to kind of sit through that trauma and that, that intensity... I just, I don't want to do that willingly, to be quite honest. So just watching it again for the second time, I was like, this just is, it isn't as fun because the roller coaster isn't the same. I'm not watching it for the first time. I'm not seeing how it's going to like end. Like I'm not rooting for them because I know they're going to make it out. So I'm just seeing like all this traumatic stuff happen just for the sake of it happening. So it's just for me personally, it doesn't like, I can't watch it again, to be quite honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, I probably will, but it's just not something I'm like reaching for often. So yeah, to make for me to put something like on my favorites it's not something that has to be rewatchable um it's the fact that it sat with me so heavily that it just hit all the right points for me i could definitely see your point and it just be not being rewatchable uh, or not being enjoyable the second round um but rewatchability just wasn't a factor for me for sure I don't know. It just wasn't one of my faves this year. I don't know why. I wanted to, like, like it more, but it. But I can't deny again the first watch. It definitely was a roller coaster to sit through for sure, and I definitely understood the hype when it like first came out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just definitely was one of those ones that's just kind of tough for me to come back to. But I definitely uh, understand why it would be a fave. Fair enough. What is your next to last? So my next to last one, I feel like we're going to have the same last one. So I'm going to go ahead and just do this next choice. Um, so my next to last one is going to be Sissy. Um, so Sissy is also a Shutter exclusive. And it is one of my favorite movies of the year. It is um, a more recent release. It kind of came out near the end of the year. Um, but it is slash her goodness. It is like everything I could want in a movie. It is 
very reminiscent of an 80s slasher movie because it just feels so <laughs> like you would have to watch it to understand. And at this point, I know you would understand why it feels like an 80s slasher movie. We have like a lot of flashbacks and like like really weird high pitched daunting music that they like to use sometimes in horror movies, specifically like in Sleepaway Camp or the flashback sequences in Prom Night and stuff like that. Like it just gives me full 80s vibes and it's just so much fun. Great kills, campy characters, a diverse cast of characters. Um, we have individuals who are queer. We have individuals who um, do have disabilities in this cast. Um, it's just so much fun. It is like the modern approach to an 80s slasher that I didn't know I needed. So if you haven't seen it, I definitely would recommend it. Um, definitely trigger warning for like bullying just in general. Uh, the movie itself is definitely shaped around childhood bullying. And yeah, beyond that, it's really great. It's so much fun. Um, and if you're a fan of slashers like I am, I definitely recommend it. Nice. I can't wait to watch it. Um, yeah, I don't want to say too much because I want Stormy to watch it. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the first time that you described it to me sounded like it was right up my alley. So I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, it easily just like found itself into my top five because, um, like, I love X so much. Like, I really do enjoy that movie. But 80 slashers definitely kind of they kind of tickle my fancy just a little bit more than the 70s. So although I appreciate the grunge and the aesthetic of X, I really just love like the 80s approach, the modern version yeah. approach of the 80s that Sissy took. Um, on top of that, it definitely fits into like also like influencer horror, which is like a big thing nowadays because um, the character herself is like an influencer. Um, the main character, Sissy, the title character. Uh, but okay. it's just again, it's so much fun. Like I, I want, I can't wait for you to watch it because it's crazy. It is so crazy, and you'll be gagged for sure a few times. Work. I'm excited. But before we get into our fave of the year, should we do some honorable mentions? Just other horror movies that you really enjoyed watching this year? I only have like three, honestly. Okay, what are these mentions then? Give um, them to me. So the long night is a good Ooh. one that I, I remember her. we yeah I feel like we kind of shit on it when we talked about it but I rewatched it recently and I kind of enjoyed <laughs> oh my god so this movie The Long Night is directed by Rich Ragsdale I mm -hmm. just talked about and I think it'll be coming out next week the altar tapes uh, I just talked about a horror short with Bobby Torres um that I think was Hi, directed Bobby. by Rich Ragsdale so <laughs> um that's very funny to think about uh, yeah, you know what? Looking back on that movie, it was kind of a ride. Yeah. Um, and you were right. We kind of shitted on it while we were watching it. So yeah. what did you like about it watching it again? I think it's just like, it's one of those vibes where it's like, it's so bad that it's good. Maybe it's because I watched it high. I will give that disclaimer. Um, but like, I don't know. The cult vibe is always nice. I enjoy a good cult. I enjoy a good, like... Um, you know, like the, I don't know the, the vibe that I'm trying to describe, like, um, I guess like the occult vibe, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> no, like I understand the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Anything culty is always, uh, daunting. Yeah, and like where they're wearing like animal heads and like wild shit like that. Um, it's a crazy movie. If you guys haven't yeah. seen it, where's this one streaming again? Um, I believe it's on Netflix. That's where I watched it. Let me see. Let me double check. Also, Nolan uh, Gerard Funk is in it, and he's so fucking hot. Like, he mm, is so hot. Yeah, so hot. So hot. Yeah, I won't debate. He's so <laughs> hot. 
I also need some pictures. I mean, again, you don't have to. Obviously, everybody's taste is different. Um, mm. But there's pictures of him in like a blue speedo, and he is, he's just so hot. Also, it has Scott Taylor Compton, obviously again horror royalty. Right. Scott Taylor Compton from Halloween one and two, the Rob Zombie iteration. So right. iconic. Um, so it's on Amazon. It's on Prime, and it's you can oh, watch Prime. it on Sling and YouTube and all the other places. You can rent it. Fun movie though. It was a really um, good time. It's at least fun to, like Shomi said, maybe watch High. Um, yeah. And have a ride. Don't take it too serious. Uh, enjoy the cult vibes. If you don't like the cult vibes, you're gonna fucking hate it. Uh, yeah. So that's one of mine. What? Um, also, do you want to give another one? Or you want me to give another one? You can just go through your honorable mentions first. Go ahead. Um, my other one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> okay, work. I really, also, really, in kind of going back to that movie enjoyed it it's kind of fun it's so bad that it's good it's another one of those that fall into that for me and i love the ending that ending Mm -hmm. is iconic and the fact the more the tesla driving away (laughs) so camp it's so ridiculous it is so fucking funny and also i know we like i know people were upset i understand why but Sally coming back and being treated like that was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Like, I'm so sorry. Her getting tossed into the garbage at first, my mouth was agape. It was on the floor watching that movie for the first time. I was like, they did not just throw Sally into the literal garbage. Right. But the more that I, like, come back to it and watch it again and talk about that moment, it is funny. Like, I'm sorry. It's so fucking funny. Um, Sally as a character, unfortunately, you know, we didn't get much depth from her anyways throughout the rest of the franchise. She was never mm-hmm. brought back. Um, so they really didn't have much to work with so that they kind of just like took a campy approach to it, took the Halloween 2018 approach and acted like she was Laurie Strode and then just like killed her off really fast. Um, but I will always be so annoyed with her walking into that room and holding the gun to his head and doing nothing. Right. She made it. This was like her life mission, but like not as bad as Jamie Lee Curtis life mission. Like, (laughs) but like. Bubba just doesn't care. <laughs> he just he, she's nothing to him. And like it yeah. was her entire life purpose. And that's what I love is that he's just like anyways, like <laughs> it was like she was a nuisance. Like she interrupted his whole plan. His she interrupted his day. He handled it, threw it in the trash and was like anyways, back to business. Yeah. It was definitely one of those things. It was definitely polarizing. Um it had a lot of people up in arms, but like it sucks because some of the movies in the texas chainsaw massacre franchise are some of my favorite horror movies period the original is one of my favorite horror movies period um the remake is literally probably in my top five horror movies of all time like that was one i watched at a really young age it was really instrumental to me as a kid um so there's movies that i'm just so like attached to in this franchise that you know i wanted it to be something just i wanted it to feel like something like similar to those two obviously that's definitely what i wanted but i also know with this franchise that it has gone off the rails plenty of times before and just like with halloween and people being upset with halloween ends with this one i'm like why are we getting so up in arms because the texas chainsaw franchise match um the texas chainsaw massacre franchise isn't the one to go out for baby it is always over the top it's always campy yes there's some movies as with the halloween franchise that stick out as being like really solid horror greats you know like classics at this point but there's also (laughs) 
you know, it's been their franchises have been around to the point where it's been run into the ground. There's they've been crazy. They've had insane iterations and insane entries into this franchise and this one was just a modern approach it was just as crazy it was just as over the top but my god it's so much fun i don't give a fuck the kills are amazing we see somebody get killed by a wrist bone in this movie (laughs) it's phenomenal the bus scene no matter how much people hated it i loved it and i just really enjoyed the entire movie it's so much fun and I love the uh, the title card and, like, the intro as well. I love how, like, bright and colorful it is. I just really like this movie, to be honest. I've really come around to it. At first, I was a little taken aback because, again, I did want maybe, you know, maybe something akin to the two that I really love. But I, I mean, I can't. I love crazy slashers so much that I couldn't hate this one, so. And we get the... The cutest, and I say cutest loosely, moment of Baba like <laughs> popping out of the sunflowers. That is so fucking ridiculous. Like if I could have that, and I probably will, but like I want that tattooed on my fucking body. Like he is so fucking cute. And he is badass in this movie. He's old also, obviously, but he is a badass killer in this he's, movie. When he's running, he could be he's collecting scary. social security at this point, but instead he's collecting bodies. <laughs> collecting <laughs> a kill count. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's so, it, 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 again, it's so much fun. Anything else, Queen? Any other honorable mentions? Um, my last honorable mention is Barbarian. Ooh, okay, Slay. I'm glad you're saying some that I don't have to mention because I had so many that I wanted to talk about. <laughs> Barbarian is yeah. amazing. Barbarian, we get Bill Scar. Oh, I stabbed my tit. Oops. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so for Barbarian, we get Bill Skarsgård and we get Justin Long. And like any chance that I can get to thirst over Bill Skarsgård not in a Pennywise costume and Justin Long not in Jeepers Creepers, I'm all about it. Um, And also, the plot's fucking wild. Like, (laughs) I won't go into it, um, because I feel like that's a newer release. Um, But uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed it. Georgina Campbell's gorgeous. Um, I don't know. I really enjoy it. It's it's the... um, what is it? The wrong turn of 2022. Oh my God. Yes. I love this movie. Also. I'm so happy you mentioned it because it is phenomenal. I wanted to kind of sneak this one into my top five. Also just for, again, the viewing experience, like you cannot forget watching this movie for the first time. It is so crazy, but we also do have the scream Kings back in the house. We have Bill Skarsgård who of course is horror royalty at this point. He is Pennywise. He is a horror icon. He's, Daddy. <laughs> He's daddy. We also have Justin Long, who, again, also is horror royalty. Um, you know, we won't be talking about the movie um, ever again, but Jeepers Creepers, of course, was a huge horror movie for a lot of people back in 2003. And Justin Long is quite literally the hottest piece of ass I've ever seen in that movie and he's also the hottest piece of ass i've ever seen in this movie so which is nice to see them um of course come together into a new horror franchise or a new horror movie that yeah it's just like it's perfect it's great it's literally the 2022 uh airbnb horror story i needed and it takes it to the next level you think it's going to go in one direction and it completely just switches on you uh, and it's such it's one of those things you like it's just a fun viewing experience and it's great. It's fun to go back and watch High, obviously. Um, and it's just such a good movie. Like, I don't know. It's so much fun. 
So much fun. I love horror. Yeah, I love horror. That's really how to wrap it up. Is everybody's hot? I love horror. Not everybody is hot, but <laughs> <laughs> it's just so the much main fun. People, right? Um, okay, so for my honorable mentions, before we get into our top, which I'm pretty sure we have the same, um, my honorable mentions, uh, it's so tough. I, I have to give a shout out to Pearl. Um, Pearl was also one that I w- could easily have swapped out with X because I really, really enjoy Pearl. Um, she is uh, silly. Um, Maya Goth's performance in that is so camp um, in the best way possible because at the exact same time, she's also just serving she has that crazy like minutes long monologue at the very end of the movie where the camera does not leave her and then she also has the end credit sequence also where she just looks like a crazy person smiling the entire time um it's just great and you know she's leading that movie and she leads us down a very fun path there's so much crazy nonsense that happens in that movie it's also one that really resonated with a younger audience you see a lot and you hear a lot of Pearl on TikTok. Uh, there's audio that's used from that movie constantly. People really resonated with her character. Um, and essentially, they kind of turned it into like a good for her narrative. Even though I'm like, I don't think so because Pearl's just crazy. Um, she's just a crazy serial killer, you guys. Who's um, probably going to be a serial killer no matter what. Her mom was awful, yes. But I definitely think that her mom was doing everything she could to try to hold that killer down. But obviously, she went about it in a very toxic way. So it's just one of those movies that hopefully one day we can talk a little bit more about because there's so much to unpack there. But it's just so good at the same time. She's a blast. And Ty West, again, came out of nowhere with like this horror franchise all of a sudden, this trilogy that he's right. now like gracing us with. And I'm just like, I'm obsessed. I love them both. They both work so well together. Um, and yeah, Pearl's definitely a standout from this year. And obviously is pretty iconic, I would say. Um, another one I have to give a shout out to is Halloween Ends. Um, it was also kind of peeking into my top five because <laughs> I have been an advocate for this movie online. But also, I really, 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 really just like this movie. Like, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like, I'm so sorry. I just really enjoy Halloween Ends. I love what they did. I love that it was something different. I don't even want to say I understand why people are upset that Michael wasn't in it because like we have so much Michael already, but like I can understand why you would be upset because he is an horror icon. So like I get it. He's a part of this franchise. I understand you want to see more of him, but again, you know, I just don't have like that attachment. He's hot as fuck. I love it. And I love a lot of these Halloween movies, but like I'm okay with seeing something different. I wasn't upset with it. Um, and I just really enjoy it. And I know it's one of those movies that people are going to talk about 10 years from now, 20 years from now, about just being something that was really iconic and came out and nobody appreciated it for what it was at that time. And also Jamie Lee Curtis. This honestly is probably the last time we're ever going to see her beat Laurie Strode. And I think people are just overlooking that. I think that they're just being so negative on it. And I think that they're just denying the fact that, yes, Michael is important. But this story in this movie is about Laurie. Michael was never meant to be the main character in the first movie. He didn't even have a name in the first movie. And it was nice to finally see Lori be Lori again. I think Jamie Lee Curtis was great in this movie. She really honestly did a phenomenal acting job that I think is getting overlooked a lot this year. Um, and she really brought it to that movie, truly. Like, she was amazing. And again, if you've read, like, uh, The Final Girl Support Group, she gives off that energy like she's prepared she's a phenomenal final girl like she's kind of taking that title for herself at this 
uh, late in the game, pretty much. And she is just such a badass in this movie. And I just really appreciate it. And I love that it went in a different direction. And, you know, I am not going to be surprised many years later when everybody feels the same. Um, but it's definitely one that is a mention because I loved Halloween Ends. Yeah. I did mention it because I feel I felt like you were going to mention it. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. It's it's hot. It's good. It's not how um, it's not kills. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's just good shit. Yeah. Maybe because we grew up. I mean, I know we did. We're these type of people. We love hot smut. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. the Corey and Allison thing was giving me fully Haddonfield smut. And I loved it. I'm sorry. Like, I eat that shit up, y'all. Like, it was hot and it was sexy. Corey's hot. Yeah. And they were hot and sexy together. So I was like, it's just hot. It's sexy. Um, And it was fun. But also, again, it, like, it's that whole, like, their whole storyline is something out of Lori's worst nightmare. So it's just right. so interesting to see her. Everything she's been working against her entire life. Literally. Yeah. So it's crazy to see her combat that and also try to make Allison see what she sees. Because, again, this is Lori's worst nightmare. <laughs> um, so I don't know. It just it's a fun movie. And then, you know, Michael is the boogeyman. So he just kind of pops up at the very end because that's just who he is. He's uh, evil boogeyman, pretty much. Um, we didn't need another explanation to why he's killing everybody because I don't I don't need another one. We have plenty of them. So, um, yeah, it was just we have fun. like twenty other movies explaining why Michael's the way he is. Yeah, and it was nice that they didn't give the explanation because I don't know. I mean, I know it's kind of like an age old thing at this point, but sometimes it's scarier not knowing. So I understand wanting to know everything, you guys. I get it, but sometimes it's scarier just not knowing. So who knows we don't know what he was we don't know if he was human or not but he fucking got a well spoiler murdered in the end anyway so who cares (laughs) (laughs) and you know what he'll probably be back you guys but you know who probably won't be back jamie lee curtis so appreciate the bitch for what she brought to horror in general and again this could be her last time playing the role that pretty much solidified her as a scream queen so i don't know look past all of your petty bullshit and at least appreciate what the fuck she did if you don't appreciate fucking michael and Corey, then you need to at least appreciate Lori and jamie <laughs> exactly and the only other one i really want to mention well there's so many truly and honestly but i do want to give a shout out really fast just rapid fire to pray i really really love pray and it was also one that i was like wanting to put into my top five um good shit good shit because i loved it so fucking much and i did want to put it in my top five um but the other ones were just you know there were also just my faves, but Prey is so good, so good, and I hope we see more, honestly. I hope that they continue with the Predator franchise in that direction, because uh, that was a phenomenal movie. I feel movie. like that's a respectful way to take a Native story and spin it in a different way, or depict Native people, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Like it's, it's respectful. There, There's so many uh, times where we've taken native cultures and just spun them to be fucking stupid or disrespectful or yes uh just unrealistic (laughs) um and that's the way to fucking do it so good on them yeah and that's what i love most about this movie to be quite honest like when this movie came out like just seeing the tag and seeing all of the people who of course um are indigenous and native to watch this movie who were just like that they just they appreciated it and they were so happy to see themselves represented um 
in a media like this, you know, in a film, honestly, this big, the Predator franchise, you know, it's big, obviously, you know, it's going to have eyes on it. So it's just such a good movie. It was so good. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, the only good other thing, shit. quick shout out, is Fresh. I really enjoyed Fresh this year also. It came out near the very beginning of the year. Um, I unfortunately did not get to come back and rewatch it. If I had rewatched it, maybe it could have maybe made it into my top five. But it's still a really good movie. Definitely recommend it. Um, the only other thing I well, really would like to shout out, <laughs> there's actually so many. Um, quick shout out to the menu. Uh, I really did like the menu. I love dark comedies, so that one really stuck out to me. And also... Um, Christmas Bloody Christmas. I fucking love that movie. So, yeah. Those are my mentions. Honorable mentions. <laughs> so we get into our top? Yeah. Okay, so I, I feel like we have the same one, right? I would assume so, yeah. Okay, so should we just say it at the same time? Sure. Okay, so our... It's not even top. Let's not, even, let's not be crazy. But <laughs> if I were to rank, this one probably fave. was number one. <laughs> um, but yeah, my last fave for the year is, and Stormy's is, Nope. Oh. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You didn't I should, count I me know. down or anything, I bitch. Just said, and you're sorry. sitting in the dark, so I can't see your mouth. I know, and I'm staring at you, so I'm like, oh yeah, we can say this <laughs> at the same time. Uh, but yeah, nope. Nope. Come on, you guys. <laughs> I mean, hello. You know, what is there to say about nope that hasn't been said, I'm sure, already? Jordan Peele. That's all. Kiki Palmer. The best movie, uh, honestly, of the year. Um, I loved it so much. I love alien movies outside of slasher movies alien movies are my fucking shit like it could be the worst <laughs> alien movie and i'm gonna find enjoyment mm-hmm. in it like i love the narrative of aliens taking over the world or beaming somebody up or doing a home invasion i don't give a fuck what the aliens are doing i'm tuned in so seeing something that was an alien movie but so different was so fun like it was so fun like this is just one of those iconic movies that we're all gonna look back on and be like wow nope was really that girl yeah it was that bitch i also love aliens um recently i got high while i was flying (laughs) (laughs) i took an edible before i took a flight to maine and (laughs) i was flying the jet blue and in my brain i was like jet blue and then i made a train track and i was like blue jeans and then i made a train track and i was like jean jacket <laughs> and then my paranoid brain also high was like uh, fucking we hit some turbulence and we were like shaking around and i was like jean jacket is eating the plane like <laughs> I was breaking the fuck out and it was some final destination shit in my brain where i was like making connections that are not connections in any way but like my final destination brain was making it work i love it and it's iconic daniel kalua i don't know if i'm pronouncing is that how you pronounce his last name yeah iconic daniel kalua is hot so hot Hot. Um, and otis is like coming back to otis i love otis so fucking uh, much my daddy issues are screaming i mean these characters Um, (laughs) all the characters in this movie also are just like so fucking like just so lovable like i love this entire brendan perea hot as fuck <laughs> my god please like i could shower <laughs> with his semen i don't, I would just shower oh in his semen god, i would wash my hair with his semen i don't give a fuck adrian um, you're the color it's gonna strip <laughs> your color. <laughs> but yeah kiki palmer i mean again they're just a phenomenal uh, oj emerald and angel are the trip uh the duo uh the group i never knew i needed they were amazing in this movie together and it just 
I, Gordy? I no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gordy. I, I mean, the Gordy you. incident was iconic to see play out. It was so intense and so scary. Jordan Peele was so phenomenal at like making these intense sequences play, uh, you know, play out like on screen. I, I don't know. He's just phenomenal. He's phenomenal at what he does. But at the same time, he also just brings so much fun and comedy, obviously, into his movies. But the thing about his movies is like he injects comedy in like naturally and it works really, really well, but like it often doesn't feel like a dark comedy. Like he does such a good job at like still portraying so much horror and terror throughout the entire, all of his movies. Um, but out through like the entire runtime that the comedy just feels like so natural. Like it just pops in at these moments and it works so well and he's just so great. And this is like no exception. I mean, the movie is what they say, throughout the entire fucking movie it's a spectacle it's amazing it's great visual work the work the behind the scenes work and production and the crew and everything that they did to make this movie happen also was fucking amazing if you go and watch like the behind the scenes shit like they just like it's just like a feat this movie is just like a feat again like it's just a moment in cinema and she's iconic like i can't even say anything else about it it's just so good yeah i I don't know what I was expecting beforehand. Um, nope was another thing that like I didn't really see anything beforehand. Um, so I didn't know what I was I didn't know what to expect, but when I figured out that it was aliens and it wasn't those little like monkey looking aliens, I was so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I was. I mean, when that scene happened and it was like the like the hairy aliens, I was a little disappointed, to be honest. I was like, damn, I don't want it to be kind of just a, you know, like a big headed alien like this. Um, so I'm happy that we didn't get that. And I'm happy that we quite literally got a flying saucer that eats people. Like, that is so crazy to me. Um, right. And I just loved it. I loved it so much. Like, we we did like an episode when it first came out, right? Like a quick discussion of it. But I would love to do another episode on this movie. Um, cause I could talk about this movie. I rewatched it a few times, <laughs> um, leading up to the end of the year and like, it's just so good. And I have so much more to say about it, but we could probably save that for another time. Do you, before we go though, in terms of Jordan Peele movies, where does like Nope fall in? How do you rank those? Um, Nope is actually bottom tier Jordan Peele for me. Okay. So it's at the bottom. What's your fave Jordan Peele? Mm-hmm. Um, my fave is Get Out. Okay. Very solid, of course. Yeah. Get Out Us. Literally, release state is where it stays in my brain. Okay. For me, um, I definitely... I feel like... Go ahead. Okay. No, you're good. Because I was, I was talking... Get Out, yeah, I think definitely has to be first. Um, just because it was iconic and I watched it like fucking three times in theaters. Um, and then Nope. I do like Nope a little bit more than Us. But, I mean, they're all so good, so it's not even, like, it's, like, whatever. But, like, I just love Aliens, so I think I could easily yeah. uh, see that one being after Get Out, if I had to rank Pills films. Fair enough. Um, I I don't know. They're all just really good fucking movies. I would love to take a look inside of his brain. Like, to be able to sit down and just ask him questions would be an absolute honor <laughs> honestly yeah yeah i i love him and yeah nope is easily in my top of the year it's definitely a fave oh yeah um i watch it often and it's a comfort at this point i love it so much it's iconic i got to walk on the set um 
uh, obviously when we went to Halloween Horror Nights, which was iconic, and I cried. Um, and it was just so much fun. Like, I don't know. It's just such a great movie. And yeah, I'm probably going to go watch it again. Yeah. And with that being said, those are our top faves of 2022. Yeah. It's been a great year. Horror's been thriving. Uh, well. <laughs> I mean, in terms of movie movies, wise, yeah, 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 yeah. Media wise, yeah, hundred percent. It's been a good year. Um, I am not sad to see twenty twenty two go. It's been a rough. It's been a rough one. I'm looking forward to this break. Um, please take care of yourselves. Take care of your mental health. Drink your water. Um, you know, take take pride in the fact that you survived another year. And thank you for listening to us for another year. The fact that we're coming up on three years is fucking wild. So thank you for spending so much time with us um, in this year, this holiday season, this timeline. Honestly, we appreciate you guys so much. And hopefully in the new year, we can bring you bigger and better content. Yes. Uh, cheers. Yeah. Stay spooky. Stay spooky, everybody. <laughs> Do we need to do the spiel? Nah. Have a happy okay. new year, everybody. Happy new year, guys. See you in February. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>